Welcome to this edition of PowerPoint with Jack Graham. A little later in the program, we'll tell you how you can get a copy of Dr. Graham's book, The Hope of Easter. But first, here's the message, Socialism, A Clear and Present Danger. I don't want you to think of socialism, Marxism, communism as being something across the seas or in another time or another place. Socialism is not a foreign affair. It is seducing Americans who choose to get in bed with Marxists and leftist politicians and liberal universities. And we are under attack by an age-old ideology and idolatry that you could call socialism or, again, Marxism. It's been around for a while, of course. 1917, the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia. They were marching and changing the world. They were chanting, we are cold and we are tired and we are hungry, but we are changing the world. And indeed, the world was turned upside down by the Bolshevik Marxist Revolution in Russia. And while Moscow was burning down and Russia was under siege, do you know what the Orthodox Church of Russia was doing, the Christian Orthodox Church of Russia, do you know what they were doing? At the same time, people were chanting and burning it. Uh, buildings in the streets. They were in white-hot, red-hot debate as to what color of vestments the priest ought to wear. Playing little church games while the world was coming apart. We need also to be reminded that the world is on edge right now, and that includes America. I want to remind you that socialism, Marxism, is a startup, a starter kit for advanced communism. When the government becomes the resident nanny of your life, telling you how to live, where you can go, how you can work, how much you can make, what you can buy, what you do with your life. And this ideology is virulent and violent. It will kill your soul, if you allow it, and kill the soul of a nation. And I warn you to say, in America, we are just one generation away from a recast of our nation as we have known it. Your children and our grandchildren are at risk a clear and present danger. This propaganda is dangerous and deadly, and its power is being unleashed upon our country, and we must take a stand. We must, all, we must take a stand against this in our churches, and yes, it's creeping into churches, liberal churches in particular, in our government, in our social institutions, in our colleges and universities, and in our homes. We must always stand for the principles of life given to us in the Bible. The battle that we face and the battle that we fight is not a battle between what is left and what is right politically, but what is right and what is wrong biblically. 
This message of hope requires courage and compassion. We're to speak the truth with love. We're to speak the truth with tears. When Jesus saw the multitude, they were scattered as those who did not have a shepherd like America today in so many ways. He had compassion upon them. And oh, how we ought to love our country and have compassion upon our nation. Jesus saw the multitude and He spoke, and He spoke of the issues that matter the most, including economic systems and political systems of the day. Just a few decades ago, the well-known ethicist and apologist Francis Schaeffer, a great man, said this, we as Bible-believing Christians are locked in a battle. This is not a friendly gentleman's discussion. It is a life and death conflict between spiritual hosts of wickedness and those who claim the name of Christ. Where is the clear voice speaking to the crucial issues of the day with distinctively biblical answers? Good question. What we're trying to do is this. Again, the question, where is the clear voice speaking to the crucial issues of the day with distinctively biblical answers. We must be the voice of reason. May we not sin through silence. I will not sin against God. I will not sin against you with silence. This is not a time for silence. This is a time to speak, to be bold, to be brave, to be courageous with compassion. May we not sin through silence. And so, it's important that we deal with the issue of socialism because in our nation, we need to learn how to evaluate every ideology that comes along now, past, present, or future. So, let's define our terms. Socialism is a political, philosophical, economic system in which there is government ownership of the means of production, and the primary focus is on providing equality of outcomes. Key phrase, equality of outcomes. We as Bible-believing Christians who believe in freedom and free enterprise, we believe, and we believe in America, historically in America, in providing equal opportunity, but knowing there are not equal outcomes. That's very important to remember. Socialism focuses on providing equal outcomes. In socialism, the government is all important and involved in every aspect of people's lives. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, Aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we instructed you, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent upon no one, no one but God. And government is not God. Contrast socialism to the free enterprise system, which is an economic system in which there is private ownership of property 
and goods and means of productions are privately owned in capitalism, free enterprise system, there is a very limited role of government. So a distinct difference. Which one is biblical? Which one is right? Which one is wrong? We are in the midst of a culture conflict over capitalism and socialism. As Christians, we are not bound to any political or economic system. And there are problems with capitalism over the issue of greed, corporate greed, and otherwise. And when we stand up against greed in capitalism, we must also stand up against greed in socialism. Because greed isn't a socialistic problem, nor is it a capitalistic problem. Greed is a human problem. And only God can deal with greed by changing the human heart. Regarding socialism, Marxism in America, a recent USA Today reports that 4 in 10 Americans, 4 in 10, 40% embrace some form of socialism. 43% of Americans now say socialism would be a good thing for the country, various forms. 51% believe socialism would be a bad thing for the country, so we're split. More and more Americans are leaning leftist to Marxist philosophies, especially younger people. A recent poll of millennials found that a majority, 58%, would prefer to live in a socialist nation than a capitalist nation. Only 33% of these could actually define socialism. Some of this, as far as young people is concerned, young revolutionaries, is the nature of youth to question authority. And so young people typically lean in on things like this. It's like the old adage that if you aren't a socialist at 20, you have no heart. And if you're still a socialist at 40, you have no head. But socialism and its sidekick communism, Marxism, fundamentally are at odds with the Christian faith, at odds with people of faith, and ultimately seeks to suppress and control all people of faith and their churches and places of worship. You're listening to PowerPoint with Jack Graham and the message, Socialism, a clear and present danger. The resurrection of Christ tells us that as we trust in Him, He gives us a future and the hope of eternal life. We want to strengthen you in that hope this season with Pastor Jack Graham's book, The Hope of Easter. It's our thanks for your gift to take the gospel to more people across our hurting world through PowerPoint. For a limited time, your gift will be doubled by a $150,000 matching grant. So call now to request your copy of The Hope of Easter when you have your gift doubled by the match. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word HOPE to 59789. And don't forget to visit jackgram.org where you can shop our e-store, give a gift online, or sign up for Dr. Graham's free daily email devotional. Our website again is jackgram.org. Now let's get back to today's message, Socialism, a Clear and Present Danger. So I'm going to make a bold statement and then I'm going to attempt to prove it in a short while. No one can be serious about their Christian faith and be serious about supporting socialism. Now, let me see if I can prove that. Here's why I would make such a bold and bodacious statement. Number one, socialism is totally secular. It is a secular system founded upon 
and requiring atheism. Our faith is built upon the reality and the authority of God who exists. We believe in the risen Christ, in redemption that is provided in Him. But socialism, Marxism, believes none of this. Karl Marx, the founder and father of scientific socialism, considered religion of all kinds the opiate of the masses and believed in Charles Darwin's theories of evolution to explain the presence of life on earth. And so his goal was to abolish and to help people and nations to abolish religion. I've got a quote, I believe, from Marx. The first requisite of the happiness of the people is the abolition of religion. And Marx in particular hated, hated Christians and Christianity and therefore sought to eliminate it in any way that he could. If God is not present, if God is not a reality, then the idea that man is nothing but an advanced animal, a functioning machine of genetics and science, if you are made not by God, but by time and chance, then anything goes. And this is the foundation, the folly upon which this ideology is built. It is an ideology that is an idolatry. An ideology that is an idolatry because anything that replaces God is an idol. And that includes government. When government becomes your God, you have replaced the one true God. And it would be a catastrophic miscalculation to think that socialism's hostility towards religion died with Marx. It has not. This is why ch churches in China are under the control of the government. You can have a church as long as you ascribe to government control and rule. But if you get out of the church and speak of your faith, especially if you are sharing your faith publicly, you'll be arrested for disturbing the peace. Socialist countries today are completely secular and determined to root out religion and again, especially Christianity. This is why churches are detonated around the world, why Christians are persecuted in China, in the Middle East. That's why bags are inspected if you try to go into North Korea and they find a Bible, they won't find you for a long time. Pastors are continually, uh, to this day, arrested. Christian pastors and ministers and other people of religious faith are arrested in Cuba and Russia. And then liberal Americans, progressive unbelievers in America, vote against Christian judge appointees, even to the degree of calling them on the carpet for their religious expression. Dr. Martin Luther King said this, no Christian can be a communist because communism leaves out God. It regards religion as wistful thinking and the product of fear and ignorance. Martin Luther King. So, the state is worship and utopia, not the kingdom of God, but utopia is promised if we will abandon our religion, 
Freedom, of course, is eliminated in favor of a one-world government. This is why there's so much talk today among the socialists about world government. And we know because of the book of Revelation that a one-world government is coming. Marxism, socialism is not a biblical worldview. It is godless at the core. Christianity is hated and denied and dismissed as a myth. And I tell you that atheism is the central doctrine of Marxism. Number two, why do I make the statement that no serious Christian can accept this ideology? Number two, socialism is dehumanizing. God created us in His own image, providing for us autonomy and freedom. Freedom is the gift of God. Our nation and our freedoms, a gift from God. The framers understood this, the founders, the writers of our Constitution and original documents certainly understood that and wrote it into the very heart that all men are created equal and the freedom of worship and the freedoms that we are so graciously given as an American nation and any other nation that looks to God can know this freedom. Freedom, again, is a gift of God. Let me say as strongly as I know how to say it, our hope is not in government. Our trust is not in government. Our trust is in the God of all governments, the one who rules the nations. But socialism, Marxism, progressive leftist ideologies dehumanize human beings. Because remember, if you're just an animal or the product of conception, if you're not made in the image of God, if there is no God or if God does not exist, then, then that takes away from the sanctity of the soul, the dignity of every human being, dehumanizing. The 20th century, which saw the advance of communism in the world, was the most bloodthirsty century in recent history. Many of our own American soldiers lost their lives fighting communism and for the freedom of our faith. Many of you watching, listening, viewing right now in this room, you have fought for faith and freedom to keep America free, and we thank you for it. In the midst of this fight, from 1917 to 2000, 100 million people were murdered under Marxist governments. These nations were colossal failures of Marxism resulting in the loss of freedom, corrupt authoritarians, and one billion enslaved citizens. Nothing leads to death like life without God. And socialism, Marxism, communism is life without God. As Christians, we hold the view that life is sacred because we owe we bear the image of God who has made us. We believe in God, and because we believe in God, God has given us responsibility and moral accountability. He said to the man and the woman in the garden, tend the garden. Point number three, socialism increases poverty as it is a control device. It is a tool to control people. Socialism leads to misery, poverty, and disease, and death. Whereas the Bible teaches 
and brings freedom and value and creativity and dreaming and innovation and advancement and abundant life, a life of flourishing in freedom where everyone has an opportunity, where everyone can find their place in life. But this other ideology, which believes in equal outcomes, noted earlier, rather than equal opportunity, is a financial failure. Look at every country and nation that has embraced it, including most recently Venezuela. Venezuela is a flourishing oil reserve country, massive wealth, beautiful country. Now the people are starving under the oppression of socialism. The Bible teaches the value of hard work, that we're to live our lives in quietness and in trust of God and working with our own hands. The Bible teaches private ownership of property. The Bible teaches the free enterprise, many of the parables that Jesus told about those who were given talents, some many, some a few, describe not equal outcomes but equal opportunities. This is taught through and through the Bible. You say, well, what about that passage in the book of Acts when they pooled all their resources together and gave it to the poor? That's not socialism. That was not controlled by government. It was for a time and a place. It was within the bonds of the church, and it emphasizes what we ought to emphasize, and that is giving and generosity, not capitalism. Not capitalism or socialism as far as that goes. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, if a man doesn't work, neither shall he eat. It doesn't say if a man can't work, neither shall he eat. And Christians are charged to help the poor and those who cannot help themselves. This is a part of the ministry through and through. Many verses in the Bible about ministering and assisting the poor. It is our responsibility of Christians to care. But the same Bible says if a man is capable and will not work, he should not eat. Ecclesiastes 2.24, here's another one for you. There's nothing better than for a person than that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This also I saw is from the hand of God. Work is not a curse, work is a blessing. And God has given us an opportunity to work. So private ownership, the right of private property is laced throughout the Scripture. A free enterprise market system decentralizes economic power. And as far as Christians are concerned, it enables us to earn more so that we can provide for our families and give more to help others around us. Socialism, on the other hand, suppresses the poor and steals from the rich and legislates theft and elevates envy in the masses. We are called and equipped as Christians to live innovative lives with initiative, to dream. This other thing, it promotes complacency. But the Christian faith, it promotes commitment to work hard, to pray hard, to love well, and to serve God. And I can just tell you, the opponents of capitalism rarely have a biblical worldview. Number four, and finally, socialism leads to a loss of religious freedom. Not only economic, the loss of economic freedom and national freedom, but religious freedom. May God bless America and Americans as we seek to bless our nation with the gospel, with the love of Christ. 
I believe that spiritual transformation is possible, that a gospel revolution can, can happen in our lifetimes as long as we can remain free. And even if our freedom is taken away, we cannot help but speak of the things that we have seen and heard. You're listening to PowerPoint with Jack Graham and the message, Socialism, a Clear and Present Danger. This Easter time, we invite you to journey with Pastor Graham through the last week of Jesus' life on earth through his book titled, The Hope of Easter. Deepen your hope in Christ and reignite your desire to share him with others as you meditate on the incredible events of Jesus' Passion Week. The Hope of Easter comes as a thanks for your gift to help more people experience the hope of Jesus Christ as together we proclaim His gospel all around the world. And for a limited time, your gift will be doubled by a $150,000 matching grant, so it's worth twice as much. So request your copy of The Hope of Easter when you call and have your gift matched today. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word HOPE to 59789. And don't forget to visit jackgram.org where you can shop our e-store, give a gift online, or sign up for Dr. Graham's free daily email devotional. Our website again is jackgram.org. Pastor, what is your PowerPoint for today? I delivered this message on socialism because it's one of the most important conversations and confrontations in our culture. We're experiencing a battle over capitalism and socialism in our nation. Now, socialism is fundamentally at odds with the Christian worldview and seeks to suppress all peoples, especially Christians, in support of the state. And the way that socialism does this is through breaking down the institutions that God has established, particularly marriage and the family. And when I see the breakdown of our culture, our society, and especially in the family, it truly breaks my heart. There is a spiritual war going on all around us and within America. It's a battle for the soul of our nation. Our battles include the sanctity of life, the sacredness of biblical marriage, sexual identity, religious freedom, and yes, economic freedom, and the right to prosper within a nation. My prayer is that just like the men and women who have fought physical battles for the sake of freedom, that we will be willing to stand for truth and righteousness and to fight the good fight of faith. And may we return to the values which make America a great nation. Every generation must be willing to stand for truth and live for righteousness, to be a prophetic voice and a pastoral voice to our world. And we all love freedom. And those of us who do love freedom should respond to this call. Thank you, as always, for joining us today. And thank you for your financial support of PowerPoint, enabling us to reach the world with the message of Jesus Christ until the whole world hears. And that is today's PowerPoint. Remember, when you give a gift to PowerPoint, we'll send you Dr. Graham's book, The Hope of Easter, as our thanks. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word HOPE to 59789. And join us again next time as Dr. Graham brings a message about God's answer to America's racial division. That's next time on PowerPoint with Jack Graham. 
PowerPoint with Jack Graham is sponsored by PowerPoint Ministries.